Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, your weekly dose of accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. Here's your host, Mike Jezoshek, CPA. Today, we're talking about tax extensions and paying for your tax bill. So we're going to talk to you a little bit about what is a tax extension, kind of what you need to know about tax extensions. Then we're going to talk about paying your tax bill. And there's going to be kind of two categories for those that are paying their tax bill, those that can afford it and those that can't afford it. And we're going to talk about some of the options there. So let's start with extensions. Now, we're in February here, so it is extension time. It is that time when we're going to start to need to file some extensions. And so when we look at extending a tax return, there's a lot of confusion out there. A lot of people think that extending your tax return is an audit risk, and that's kind of a red flag to the IRS. And that actually couldn't be further from the truth. In actuality, sometimes extending your return lowers your chances of an audit. And oftentimes that's the case. And the reason that you might need to extend something is maybe you're waiting on some documents. Maybe you have a K-1 or some type of business return or a partnership that you invested in that you're waiting on those documents from to file your personal tax return. Maybe on the business side, you don't have your bookkeeping completed, or there's some things that you're going through. You want to make sure you got every deduction there. So you're holding off on filing that return until you have your bookkeeping completed. There's a lot of different reasons on when you might file an extension or what a reason to file an extension is. But I just want you to know that there is no increased audit risk for filing an extension. So the tax due dates for S corporations, partnerships is March 15th. If you're unable to file your tax return by that date, you need to file an extension by that date. And that extension is saying, hey, I can't get this return filed in time, so I want to extend the time I have to file this by six months. And so for those partnerships, those S-corporation tax returns, you can't get them done by March 15th. You're filing for an extension, and that gives you up to September 15th to file that return. For the personal return, obviously, due date's on April 15th. If we can't get the return filed by April 15th, we want to request an extension. And that extends the due date of that return out to October 15th. So that is how extensions work. It's just simply saying, hey, I need more time to file this tax return. For whatever reason, I just need more time. Now, remember that oftentimes with your federal extension, the state will just automatically extend as long as the federal was extended. But some states need a separate extension for their return. So make sure you check in your specific state. But I want to make something very clear when it comes to extensions. Extension is simply an extended time to file your tax return. The taxes are still due on that original due date. So let's look at your personal return. Let's say that you do a a mock-up and you think, okay, I'm going to have to owe about $10,000 in taxes this year on my return. I'm not ready to file yet, but I think it's going to be around $10,000. That extension that you filed is not extending the amount of time you have to pay that $10,000 is just extending the amount of time you have to file that return. That $10,000 that you owe is still due on that April 15th deadline. And so if you extend your time to file, but you do not make payments with that, if you expect to owe, you may have added interest and penalties for those late payments, even though you extended your time to file. So I want to make that very clear because so many people would be like, well, I'm just going to extend it because then I have more time to pay for my tax bill. And that's not true. The extension is simply an extension of time to file your tax return, not an extension of time to pay your taxes. So make sure that if you are extending your return, that you make an estimated payment with that extension or you make a separate estimated payment to say, okay, I think my taxes are going to be 
you know, X amount of dollars. And so I want to make a payment to apply against that. The other thing with extensions is, again, there is no increased audit risk for filing an extension. So we actually encourage it for a lot of people because it allows you time to make sure you got your ducks in a row, make sure you got all of your documents together. So we oftentimes encourage it. There's nothing wrong with extensions. And I want to make that very clear. But what I do also want to make clear is that if you extend your tax return, make sure you file your due, your tax return by the extended due date, because that's when things can really get hairy. That's when things can really cause a problem. If you extend your return, but then you miss the extension deadline, that's where it causes problems. So don't, do not be afraid to extend your tax return, but just make sure that if you extend your tax return, that you file your, your tax return by that, that final extension date. And don't wait until September 15th or October 15th to do that. Get on top of it. If, if you're just waiting on documents, if you're waiting to do your bookkeeping, get on top of those things so you have those items. Don't wait till the last minute because likely your accountant or if you're doing it yourself, you're just going to be rushing then. You're pushing today's problem down the road and you're just going to be rushing if you're cutting up against the deadline then. But there is no relief for that extension, that final extension deadline. So again, business returns, partnerships, as corporations are due on March 15th. If you file an extension, you're extending your time to file, then those are going to be due now on September 15th. Personal returns are due April 15th. If you file an extension, you're extending your time to file, and those are going to be due on October 15th. Again, filing an extension does not increase your risk for an audit. Just make sure you file your extension request on time. So make sure you request that extension on time before the original due date. And then if you file that extension, make sure you're doing your final return before that extension due date. Those are some of the things that we want to be careful of. And again, an extension is simply extending your time to file. Any taxes owed are still going to be due on that regular due date. You could face interest penalties if those are paid later. So make sure that if you're extending, include a payment, make an, make an estimated payment for what you think your tax bill will be, because then you're going to avoid any kind of interest and penalties on that. And then when you file your return in July to October, if you wait till the end, when you file that return at that time, if you overpaid on that ex estimated or that extension payment that you made, you'll just get that back in a refund. So that's how extensions work. Don't be afraid of them. We see so many business owners, individuals filing extensions, and it's totally fine. We actually encourage it a lot of times, especially for those individuals that are business owners, high net worth, invested in all sorts of areas. You want to make sure that you have your documents correct because I'd rather see you file an extension with a payment that included with it than have you have to amend a return down the road because you forgot a document or because you got a K-1 that you forgot about that came late. So just remember that with extensions. Now let's talk about for paying your tax bill. Now, as I kind of mentioned, when it comes to paying your tax bill, I think there's kind of two different camps that we want to talk about. There's the people that can't afford their tax bill. So they have a bill that they owe and they can afford it. How do they pay for it? And then those that have a bill, but they can't afford it. They don't have the money to make that payment and what options are available to them. If you're in that first camp, that's a good thing. You can afford, you have a tax bill. That sucks. But anyways, you have a tax bill and you can't afford to pay it. You have a few different options on how you can make that payment that you owe to the IRS, to the state agencies. You can choose to withdraw it with e-filing. This is probably the easiest method. When you e-file your tax return, just include your bank information. That money will be withdrawn automatically with that. You can also pay online via bank account. You can use the IRS direct pay. You can have, an, if you have an IRS account, you can go directly to the IRS website. And in the show notes, we're going to have a link that you can utilize to go to those different websites. And you can just make a payment, make that payment online to the IRS. You can also pay 
via debit or credit card. And the IRS has a few providers that they work with that you can do pay via debit or credit card. Just know if you pay with this option, there is going to be the processors that the IRS utilizes will charge a fee for that. So if you want to pay with credit card, no problem, but there is going to be a processing fee involved with that. So for those that can afford their bill, you owe money to the IRS and you can afford it. A couple different options for doing that. Have it withdrawn when you e-file your return. I think that's the easiest. You can also go directly to the IRS website if you have an IRS account or you can use direct pay and pay via a bank account. And then the IRS also does have some vendor options if you want to pay with a debit card or credit card. Now let's talk about those that can't afford it. So you come up with this tax bill and you just don't have the funds available right now. I would say first off, check out an episode that we're going to do in a few weeks about estimated tax payments and make sure that this year you don't get into this type of situation where you can't afford your tax bill. Do estimates, have an idea of what you have owed so you can be prepared and ready to pay that. But if you're sitting here now, you have a tax bill you can't afford, there's a few things that I want to make sure that you're doing. Still file and pay as much as you can. So make sure you're still filing your tax return. Even though you can't afford it, if you don't file your tax return, that's going to be even bigger of a problem. It's going to add on to the problem of not being able to pay it. So don't be afraid. There's people that are in this situation all the time. Just make sure, hey, we're going to change this moving forward. We're going to fix this so we don't have this problem moving forward. But don't panic. File your tax return saying, hey, I owe this much and pay as much as you can with that filing. You're going to have failure to pay penalties and interest, but a failure to file penalty is way worse than failure to pay and and the interest you're going to pay. So I'd rather have failure to pay penalty and interest than a failure to pay penalty interest and a failure to file penalty. So that is one key thing. Make sure you're still filing your tax return. As far as options, what options do you have to pay for your tax bill? First off, you could borrow funds, whether that's from family, friends, business partners, a loan, a home equity, whatever it might be, you could borrow those funds to make the payment. And that's definitely an option that you have. There are, IRS also has some short-term payment plans or installment agreements. And so this is just a form and, and you can go right directly on their website. We have a link in the show notes to a blog post. We talk about this as well as links, but a payment plan or an installment agreement is just saying to the IRS, Hey, I can't afford my tax bill, but I want to do it right. And I want to work on a plan. And you're going to fill in some information and they're going to come up with a regular payment plan that the IRS is going to set forth for you to say, okay, we understand you can't afford it. Here is the plan that we're going to set up to make sure we get your payments. Those are going to be monthly, regular payments that you're going to make. The biggest thing is if you get on a payment plan, if you get on an installment agreement, do not miss your payments. Make sure you make your payments way before the due date, but make sure you're making those payments. Because if you miss a payment when you're on a payment plan or an installment agreement, it can mess everything up after that. So make sure you're still making those payments. The final option is an offer in compromise and or often called an OIC. And this is if you owe a lot of money, but you're in a completely different situation. Sometimes you can file an offer in compromise with the IRS and they might agree to a lower dollar amount than you're owed. Now, offering compromises are very complex. You have to be in a really tough situation And they have to be, you have to provide a bunch of documentation, personal investments. What do you have for investments? What do you have for assets? You have to provide all these things to the IRS and it has to be approved by them. So if you're, I would say this is absolutely last resort. This would be if you fell into a really bad situation and now you're talking to the IRS. Hey, is there any relief I can have from this? Because I'm in a situation where there is no way I can be able to pay this back. And that's called an offer in compromise. So if you can't afford your tax bill, still file your tax return. That is the most important thing. File that tax return. Don't worry. Don't panic. 
file that tax return and then work with the IRS on what you can do. We'd rather see you have failure to pay penalties along with interest than also have those two plus a failure to file penalty. That failure to file penalty can really damage people. The next thing, some options you have, borrow funds. You could do a, a short-term payment plan or an installment agreement with the IRS. Those are kind of the most common options. And then if you're in a really tough situation, you might want to look at an offering compromise. These are very difficult to do. You have to be in a really weird situation in order to be accepted. And there's a lot of paperwork and different steps you need to do. And you also have to get IRS's approval on this. So let's kind of recap everything about tax extensions and paying your tax bill and things that you need to know. Remember, an extension is not an increase for an audit. In fact, sometimes it can lower your rate for an audit because you're getting your bookkeeping in order. You're making sure it's accurate. Instead of rushing in a bookkeeping file that's not ready just to have it done on the original due date, you make, you could rush things, you can miss deductions, you can make mistakes. There's a lot of different things there. Or if you're rushing, but you're waiting on K-1s, you're waiting on tax documents that you don't have already, you could also be making mistakes there, which will eventually have to lead to an amended return down the road. Instead of going through all that, file an extension. It does not increase your risk for an audit, although there is many people out there that will say that is simply not true. Be sure to file your extension request on time. This is the due date, original due date of return. If you're not filing a return, you have to have an extension filed on that same date. So if it's a partnership or an S corporation, that extension is due by March 15th. If it's a personal return, that extension is due by April 15th. If you wait till after that original filing date and then file an extension, that's not going to be acceptable by the IRS. So make sure you're either filing your return on time or you're filing an extension on time by that original due date. And then if you're filing an extension, just make sure you have that final filing done before that final due date. That's where you can start to get into some issues. If you file an extension, then you get to that final due date and you still don't file a tax return. That's where some issues occur. So make sure if you are filing an extension, make sure your return is now filed by that final extension due date. And this is the part that I really want to stress. An extension is simply extending your time to file your business return, to file your personal tax return. Any taxes owed are still due at the regular due date. So if those are paid after the due date, you're going to face penalties. You're going to face interest. So if you're extending and you're going to owe money, make sure you include a payment with that extension of an estimate of what you think that's going to be. And if you overpay in that estimate, you're going to get that back in a refund when you final, eventually file your final tax return. So that's everything you need to know about extensions. Make sure you file the extension on time or file your tax return, one or the other. And then make sure you include a payment with it because extension is just an extension of time to file, not an extension of time to pay. Now let's talk about paying for your tax bill. Again, there's two camps, those that can afford their tax bill and those that can't afford their tax bill. If you can afford your tax bill, great news. You can, you have kind of three main options on how you can pay for that tax bill. You can have it withdrawn automatically when you e-file your tax return. So you provide your bank information, you e-file your tax return, they're going to withdraw the money, pay, make the payment to the IRS. Good to go. You can pay online on the IRS's website via a bank account. You can either have an IRS account that you can set up and make a payment that way, or you can use IRS direct pay to make that payment. The IRS also has options online to pay via debit card or credit card. There's just going to be some penalty or some fees associated with that if you go down that option. If you're in that boat of those that cannot afford to pay for their tax bill when it comes due, most importantly, still file your tax return. Don't avoid the whole situation. File your tax return and then figure out what you're going to do to make that payment. Failure to pay penalties and failure to and interest on those payments 
Those are going to add up. And that's what's going to happen if you don't pay your tax bill on, on the due date. You're going to have interest and penalties. But if you have, if you don't file your tax return at all or file an extension at all, now you're going to have failure to file penalties on top of that. And that can really be damaging. If you're in a situation where you cannot afford to pay your tax bill on time, you've got kind of three main options. You could borrow funds. You can set up a short-term payment plan with the IRS or an installment agreement with the IRS. If you set up one of those, those are great options. This is what we see most small business owners, most individuals do if they can't afford their tax bill. A great option to set up a payment plan or installment agreement. Just make sure you're living up to that agreement. Whatever you agree upon as far as a monthly payment that you're going to pay, make sure you live up to that. Make sure you make your payments on time. And finally, if you're stuck in a really, really bad situation, you might want to look at an offering compromise or an OIC. We do not see these too often and very rarely would somebody qualify it, but there is a qualifier tool on the IRS website that you can run your information to to see if you would qualify for this. Again, remember with both payments, paying your tax bill, as well as extensions, many you have to also factor in your state. Many states have an automatic extension. If you file an extension at the federal level, the state will automatically extend the state level. But just double check with your state because you might have to file a separate extension to file with your state. So just make sure you double check that as well as payments. Everything we talked about with the IRS, the same things are usually available with the state. So if you can't afford your tax bill, look at the state, look at your specific state and see what options they have available as far as an installment agreement or a a short-term payment plan. As well as if you're looking to pay your tax bill, you can do it via e-filing for most states, just include it with your e-filing. Otherwise, if you want to pay it online, just look up your state website and there should be an easy way that you can go to be able to file or to make those payments for any tax due at the state level. So hopefully I was helpful. I know a lot of people, there's a lot of confusion around extensions. There's a lot of people that say, okay, I have a tax bill. I know I owe taxes, but what do I do next? Those are different things that I wanted to cover here. And remember, we're going to do an episode in a few weeks on estimated taxes. If you're in that board, in that situation where you cannot afford your tax bill or you haven't been making payments or you have a very large tax bill, we can look to avoid this by utilizing estimated tax payments. And we're going to talk about those in a few weeks. So hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully it's cleared up some information on what is a tax extension? How do you do it? Why is it important? And as well as, well as what are some of the options to make payments on your tax bills that you owed? Remember to check out in the show notes our links to blogs that we have on both of these topics. I want to thank you for listening to another episode, and I will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review and share with other business owners. You can find previous episodes and more information at www.taxsavingspodcast.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.